Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Tammy Moxon is a singer, songwriter and regular performer in that she plays a lot of gigs from Townsville in Queensland who released the wonderful single Fighting Chance earlier this year and she now has a great follow-up single, Comfy, hopefully more to come at some point. Hi, Tammy, let's talk about the single. Hello, how are you? (laughs) Very well, thank you. Um, Now, from what I understand, you wrote Comfy during the first 2020 lockdown, Um, Mm -hmm. so it's uh, it's. You know, it's been with you for a while. What inspired it at that point in time? I was sitting on the lounge. I was comfy and um, <laughs> I was like, you know, and I like the word comfy and I was like, that's the best way to describe the relationship I want to be in is um, one where you come home, you sit with your partner and you, you're comfy with them and it's the best part of your day. You know what I mean? That that nice part at the end of the day where you just sit together, you just talk and uh, hello, he's, he's home. Um, uh, Well-timed. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Ben. Um, yeah, uh, and it, that, that's what comfy is meant to um, convey is that that lovely feeling of um, contentment, I guess, in a relationship where you don't have to walk on eggshells and, you know, you can be yourself and not have to worry about, um, them not being there the next day. You know what I mean? You just know they'll be there. Yeah. It's that feeling of knowing. Sometimes comfortable they say, oh, you're getting too comfortable with your partner, but I I don't see why that's a bad thing. <laughs> it's nice to be comfortable. When you've, when you've had previous relationships where it wasn't, you're like, yeah, I'm quite happy to be comfortable in this relationship. <laughs> I imagine also um, it might have had another meaning even subconsciously at that point in time because nothing in the world was comfortable. Like everything was feeling so unsettled. Yeah, it was definitely also a way to try and make me happy as well because it's a a happy song. It's meant to be a happy song. Um, It's, you know, pretty much like the dawning after, you know, a a dark period in my life, you know, it was, I wanted to express that and um, I definitely wanted to feel it at that time. So, yeah, it was definitely a way to get me out of that headspace of what am I working next? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it was um, it, it was a, a good way to kind of get me um, off that track of, you know, thinking. Yeah. So and we should point out, you know, you you are a working musician. You are now. You were when the pandemic happened. Um, so for you, it was actually all work drying up. It wasn't just something you were doing on the occasional weekend. As I said in the yeah. intro, you do play a lot. So it was, a, it was a massive life alteration for you. But it looks very much from your gig schedule now that you are back in full swing. Yeah, work is good. Um, it Yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like COVID anymore, which is which is great um and people it's funny how COVID happened like afterwards when gigs were coming back people became more appreciative of the music and um it's very interesting seeing the change um live music is really embraced at the moment which is really good it's good for me um uh both um you know psychologically and I guess you know um 
work-wise. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really great that people are um, embracing it because, you know, we know what we lost, you know, and I guess sometimes we need that reminder that, you know, when it's taken away from us, maybe we do we do enjoy it. And it's funny because, um, like, the weekend before they did the shutdown, um, I was working, I was taking any gig I could get. Um, because I just enjoyed the work and also, you know, I, I, you know, I wanted to save for things, you know, so um, I was taking every gig I could get and I was starting to really push myself a bit too hard and um, I ended up passing out at a gig. And I, I know COVID was a horrible thing, but it, if you want to see, find a silver lining, it was mm-hmm. the break I needed right. um, because um, for a while there I was thinking, how am I going to keep this up? You know what I mean? Like I was physically, um, I was physically starting to, you know, break down. So um, I'm kind of glad it did come when it when it did. There was there was that part of it I was grateful for. So yeah, that there was that. <laughs> well, it's not good you were passing out of the gig, but it, it no. is really tiring I to see. Shiny, you know, oh I got gosh. a big shiny on my head. Yeah, I passed out and oh, I passed out before I hit the floor and got my head and yeah, got a nice big shiny. It's quite well, funny actually. It wasn't really, but it was. <laughs> I'm pleased you had a break it well as well, but I think it's a reminder that, you know, as I found out years ago, you use more muscles singing than running. So it's, yeah, it's it is, very physical it's very activity. Physical. It is a physical thing. And um, you know, people say, well, it's not work, but you know, th- there is there is work to it. And I like I love it, don't get me wrong. But um, yeah, physically you gotta um you gotta give yourself a break every now and then because it does, yeah, you pass out. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's work when you're doing it well, you know, like that's it when you're making it look easy, that's when there is a lot of work behind it. Well, yeah, well, uh, I hope it looks easy. Um for, like I hope when people watch me sing, I hope they think it's easy. Um but the thing is the the good outweighs the bad, like tenfold. Like it's it's good. There are there is bad to it, but there is a lot of good, and um, it makes me happy. And it's I'm not the best at it, but it's the best thing I know how to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. I like during COVID, I was doing other jobs just to you know get by. Like I had JobKeeper, but you know there were other jobs just to you know. Um, and also to stop me from being bored because I was, you know, bored out of my brain. There's only so much cleaning you can do. Um, and I realised I sucked at other jobs. I was terrible. Like, <laughs> take me back to singing, please. It made yeah. it made me appreciate singing. It made me appreciate that I did enjoy singing. Um, and I, you know, I, I wanted to get back into it again. So I'm I'm grateful for that break. But you know, I I had that opportunity to had that epiphany <laughs> well the last time we spoke you met, you mentioned oh, I asked you how many songs were in your live repertoire and you thought about 800 but said you were hoping to get to a thousand so how are you going with adding songs to the repertoire nah, I've been <laughs> I've been lazy I um you know, I've been focusing on releasing these singles I, I probably added probably five songs since then <laughs> well, that's shocking shocking <laughs> I'm nowhere near a thousand um but yeah maybe we'll see probably this time next year I'll be a thousand it's it's (laughs) creeping up slowly but um I've been doing this is my ninth year doing this um full time like 
the the amount of gigs I'm doing, um, this would be oh, if you don't include COVID, about nine years. So uh, eight hundred songs. So yeah, it's not quite a not quite a hundred a year, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's probably the average, less than a hundred a year. I think that's a pretty good average. But we will go back to the song that you wrote, Comfy. Okay, okay. (laughs) Talking about about, um, wanting it to feel a certain way, did you you set about choosing a a chord progression or just chords that you knew would provoke that sort of upbeat response or did it just come out a certain way? Um, I'm not a very good guitarist, so I have a habit of to kind of hide that I have a lot of chord changes <laughs> in a song and it drives the band nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's why there's a lot of chord changes in this song. Um, and also, like, I was just playing around. I just like the the word comfy and I kind of spiralled around that. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I, was, I was really proud, especially of the first verse. Like, the, I think um, that was probably the best writing I'd done at that point and I was really proud of that song like especially that first verse because I was really playing with I had so much time on my hands I was playing with words and um like that was probably the most poetic I've ever been in a song you know like um I was I really enjoyed that that writing session because it was a fun song mm-hmm. and also um I was being creative and I was also trying to I was like I was trying to be well. I thought I was being smart. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was a fun songwriting session. So that that's how that came about, and also the melody just came about because you know um, I like to put a thousand chords in a song. So um, I'm still laughing at you saying that you do that because you don't think you're a very good guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good with riffs. I'm not very good with just um, uh, playing around on the one chord you know what I mean like I'm not very good at you know I'm not good at that so um yeah I I compensate um and yeah it it gives the band a headache but you know just keeping them on their toes yeah (laughs) otherwise they could get complacent playing the same chord over and over again Now you um you had to wait a while to record the song with Shane Nicholson who produced it. Um, was it worth the wait for Shane? Yeah, it was. It was, and I'm I'm grateful to Shane that he was patient. He's very patient, very very patient. Um, yeah, I, I was. The good thing about Shane is he's um, he kind of under he kind of gets it. Um, he. He's producing from the angle of um, of a songwriter himself. You know, he he understands. Um, I, I, uh, how do I describe it? He understands how to produce a song so the meaning of the song shines through. Like um, he's good. He's very good at that. He's he's in tune with that, um, and he understands that the song is in, like usually when. Well, in my in my case, he understood that the songs meant a lot to me, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, he he really respected them in that regard, and he gave me he gave it made me feel respected, and that's that's what you you know you really appreciate that kind of um, 
that kind of person who's willing to produce your songs in that way to give it the give you know make you feel like you're worth something you know what I mean so, yeah, yeah um and he he was very excited to like I remember um saying to him because I remember someone saying to me you know you need to improve on your songwriting so I was like okay I'll improve and um and I said to Shane look I've been given this feedback I said these are the songs I've written this was three years before I gave the songs so um I, I gave him the songs and I said look can you just listen to the songs if you think can you be honest and tell me if it's worth your time if mm -hmm. not would you be would you be interested in writing with me? And he was like, yeah, well, I'll, um, I'll share some stuff with you. And um, if I don't think so, and we can write together. And then, um, so it was these 11 songs that I hope to release at some point. And uh, he rang up and he was very excited. And he was like, I really, really enjoy the songs. Like, th this is the best songwriting you've done. Rah, rah, rah. Like he made me like it was, it was a not, it was a lovely phone call. And I was like, Oh, okay. So he just instilled that, um, instilled that oh what do you call it confidence in me that you know I could do it you know what I mean and mm -hmm. um yeah it, it pushed me to you know want to record this album because for a little while I was a bit apprehensive because I just didn't think my writing was good enough you know well particularly you know I'm just pondering someone saying to you you need to improve your songwriting that's a subjective assessment right because it, it's so many there's so many different types of songs and types of music in the world that, that someone could be listening to your songs and they're not their type of songs. So they mm. may think it's because you need to improve your songwriting when actually it's just not their type of song. Maybe. I it was um it was someone I, I respected. Um so that's why I didn't really I I didn't take it with a grain of salt. I just took it as constructive criticism. Mm. And just, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you need those reality checks where you're like, okay, that's where I need to improve. on. Like you need, um, it helped me grow and try and improve as a songwriter. So in a, I don't look back at it as a bad criticism. I just look back at it as, um, you know, something that made, made me grow, you know, kind of was a, a fire under me saying, you know, improve your, you know, your ability to, Right, lyric. It's more so lyrics more than anything, and also, um, well, yeah, lyrics more more than anything. What what he was focusing on, anyway. Mm -hmm. I guess also, I mean, for the last time we spoke, it was clear that you know, you know, you'd emerged from a period of great challenge, great personal challenge within you, and then so I suppose the, this batch of songs that you're working towards now, or that you have now, that's like the first the first group of songs after that time had passed. And so in a way they're like your butterflies, butterfly songs in that you're emerging. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It's normal yeah. just to, to still be flapping your wings around trying to work out how you're going to fly. <laughs> just to continue the metaphor there. I like that because I'm still trying to think of uh, names for the album. So that's, that's a good Thanks. concept. Um <laughs> Yeah, this is a um, like the songs from this album are a lot happier um, because you know I'm not in that part of my life, you know, and I was kind of over singing about that by then, you know. I've, I've written pretty much twelve songs about it, you know. Like I was like, I'm done. Um, and yeah, I, I I was also in that you know the the shutdown lockdown. Mm -hmm. Sorry, so um, you know I just needed something to pass the time and to you know lift my spirits. Um, cause initially like, um, 
I, I say it's, you know, it was a silver lining, but at the time it was a stressful, it was yeah. a stressful situation, you know, like yeah. you're thinking, do I need to enroll in a court? Like, do I need to find another vocation? Like, you know, you just, you don't know what's going on. So it was a way to kind of get me out of that mindset. Um, so I forgot what the question was. Oh, no, I don't think it's, I'm just saying, just more a comment that, you know, it's it's okay, you know, it's okay if this batch of songs is, is, is you finding your feet in a different way because oh. the last batch of songs formed, a, that was representative of a certain part of your life that's now done. Yeah. And this new batch of songs is a different part of your life. Yeah, it's um, it's a hopeful, it, it's a hopeful album. I see it as a hopeful album, like um, even Fighting Chance, like, um, you know, it's about, you know, trying to get along but it's still hopeful like I think there's there's even a song on the album called hope <laughs> like, <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's a very hopeful album um maybe that's the name of the, the album who knows um yeah it's I, I hope I hope people perceive it that way because um I definitely see it that way well comfy is certainly a very upbeat song and I do think we are as collectively still in the mood to be uplifted it's not yeah. something that's <laughs> Go just like okay, everything's fine now. Um, yeah, there is a need for collective enthusiasm and, and excitement. Now, but given the time uh, lag between you writing and recording um, with Shane, did you tinker with the songs you had written? Like, did you think, oh, all right, yeah. we'll get all this time? I was tinkering in the um recording studio. All right. Like um, like I was um talking to Shane and being like, do you think it should be this or this? Like it was, I, I'm always tinkering, yeah. and um, even afterwards I'm tinkering. Like um, yeah, like this, the Drive Me Sane album and the Fall in Time album. I'm you know I've rewritten a couple of them songs. Uh, just because you know um, I I. I don't know, it just sounds better a different way. But um yeah, I'm I'm always tinkering. Um, I don't think I've ever felt oh yeah, I do feel songs are done, but um I hate when I record before I feel like they're done. Mm-hmm. Be, um but because you usually you have a deadline, yeah. um, you kind of just um yeah, you just let oh let it go. You know what I mean? Like um and then you're like oh you know what if and then you just you do it anyway even afterwards so yeah I'm I'm always tinkering with songs there's only a few where I felt like okay that's done I'm good you know <laughs> yeah but I suppose that is the advantage of performing live a lot is that you can rewrite the songs that are already recorded and then have the new versions existing for the audience yeah sometimes sometimes people sing that people do sing along at my gigs which is great um, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'll sing the original lyrics from the recording. Just so, <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> so, um, so we're, you know, in sync. Um, but yeah, it's, it depends on the crowd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. So are you fitting in songwriting at the moment or do you, are you, are you someone who is, tends to write when you know you want to record something? Uh, I write when I need to. So, um, it's not necessarily, um, I'm I'm not Taylor Swift like in that regard. I'm not, you know, I'm not constantly writing songs every day. Um, I usually write it when I need to or um like as therapy or I I'm working towards an album or someone wants to co-write with me. Mm-hmm. Um I I I tried to make a 
make a conscious effort of um, not writing because these songs aren't out, out yet. Sure. And then once I write a song, I will want to perform it. And okay. <laughs> I, it's not even like I haven't even got plans in place to record another album. So I'm just like I'm trying to um, hold back the urge to write. Like there are I, I write down, you know, um, hooks or whatever, um, mm. words or titles that I think, you know, would be cool, would be cool for a song. But I try not to finish them because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be excited about another song that won't be released for a long time. So I'll, I'll try and make sure this is out and then then I'll focus on writing. <laughs> it's a lot of discipline, though, when the ideas are there. It sounds like they, you know, they, they're kind of tugging at you. Yeah, if, if the song is really, is uh, you know, my brain is fighting the urge, then I'll probably write it. Um, but I really need to be in that headspace to write um, for me to be happy, to be um, content with it. Mm -hmm. um, at least with that, those three months, you know, lockdown, you know, I had nothing else to do. So it was... Um, it was a great time to write. I think a lot of great songs came out of that time for everybody. Like it was, it was a great time to be creative because yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, you obviously, yeah, you recorded a few songs with Shane, so I'm imagining there are other single releases planned and you are working towards an album. Do you have a schedule in mind or is it just in this crazy yeah. world of streaming? You just we'll see how well, you go. Well, that's why I've kind of kept the album in a vault um so to speak um because it is a streaming culture now um i plan look this is the plan um if you want to hear it um i hope this might be crazy but i'm hoping to bring out five singles before actually releasing the album mm -hmm. and then sorry and then um and then maybe a few more after that just because um it is a streaming culture, like me selling albums now. It's it's a very different, like, world for musicians with regards to merchandise um, compared to, like, 10 years ago. So, um, or even just five years ago, like, that was, COVID was a big, um, a big ag agitator, I guess you can call it, um, with regards to purchasing music, you know. People couldn't go out and you know, go to the shows and buy the album CDs. So streaming has really overtaken that. So um, that's why I'm bringing out the singles first before I actually bring out the album. I do want to bring out the album because um, I feel like the whole album, um, the songs kind of, um, they're all different, but they all, you, you, you know how albums are like concepts? Mm -hmm. They all mm -hmm. have the same kind of um, feel to them. They're all about hope, I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, mm -hmm. and it is, you know, it is a question for artists now if the album format is becoming challenging because albums do take the form so often as, as a collection of songs that belong to a particular concept or they're a story arc or whatever it is, and, and that has an impact on your story writing if you think that that's not viable anymore. So I from what I can detect, a lot of artists will continue to write four albums if only to give those songs a shape or the collection of songs mm. a shape. Yeah, I, I like I like writing for an album. I like writing for a concept. I definitely agree with that. Um, it 
it also helps me kind of shake up the kind of song I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say that, I mean, you know, I, I look at it and go, okay, I've, I've already got three slow songs. I need to write a fast one. And, um, and like, I've already got a, uh, like a swing kind of song. I need to have more of a four, four song. Like it's th- that kind of, um, thought process makes you shake up the type of songs you write um Mm. make you be more creative and be a bit different or be a lot different in some cases you know but try and stay within um the the lines of the you know lines of the lane you know what I mean the lane you're in so um it's a it's a good way to yeah to definitely shape how how you write the collection of songs it definitely helps and it helps diverse your range as well well i'm looking forward to hearing your collection of songs as you release them a few singles first <laughs> and uh in the meantime if people want to see you play live as i said there are quite a few shows listed on your website in and around the townsville area so people can catch you there you have some yeah. festival appearances coming up as well and yeah. uh tammy as ever lovely to talk to you You too. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.